0: Previously, on Dice and Dreary, the group went toe-to-toe with the vampires hiding in the coffin maker's workshop. It did not go well, especially for Crethen, who didn't make it out alive. In a land with so much undead, what happens to those who die? So you guys are across. You guys are probably about uh, a city block uh, away. You're you're behind the houses right now because you, you've exited from behind the coffin maker shop. Um, so you could weave between the the houses and onto the main road uh, to make it up to the Blue Water Inn, or uh, you could take a little bit of a, a longer route uh, around and be uh, a little more inconspicuous about your carrying a body through the streets.
1: Well, it's not really something Sprocket would worry about. Uh but either way you're talking a couple minutes to get to the inn. Yes. So I think I will uh choose a nearby house and uh basically charge in the front door.
0: Uh okay. Um where are my dice? That'll be a good thing to have. All right. So you're just charging in just a yep. random house. Correct. Uh, so you, you pick the, the, the closest house you can see pretty much. Um, and just head on, head on right up to the door and just give it a, give it a good whack. So give me a strength check. There we go. And a seven. So you just slam your foot into this door uh, and it doesn't move at all. Um, you don't hear anything from inside.
1: All right. The lock's going to go. I will do what Sprocket does best. <laughs> Aim and fire.
0: Oh, okay. You're, you're just going to fire at that. at that. So there is a, a, I won't, I won't have you roll for this. So you, you, there's just a, a thunderous blast that just echoes through. Uh, you can just hear it echoing through the valley here just as you unload on this door, uh, blowing the doorknob just clean off. There's just a hole uh, where it used to be, and the door opens up, and inside you can see a simple, uh, a simple small house. Uh, fortunately, no one seems to be here right now, um, but it definitely looks occupied. Someone is definitely living here. And as you pick uh, pick up Crethen uh, and Irina kind of helps you looking very, very distressed about the whole situation. You hear just an inhuman scream coming from the coffin maker shop, just this howl uh, and breaking glass and boards breaking. Uh, you can kind of look behind you. You can see parts of the building collapsing as you drag Crethen's body. Inside this house uh, And you're in a kind of A back kitchen area
1: Okay So I want to find a Couch, sofa, bed Someplace to put his body Okay We do that, lay his body down I whip off my coat Upend it And a mountain of crap just falls out of it (laughs) So I tell Irina, get his armor off. And immediately start sorting through junk. Pull out a piece, look at it, toss it over my shoulder. Finally, I pull out a couple of flat metal objects. They look kind of like half bracers with a little curve to them. Start slapping them on to Cretan's various wounds. Adjusting some knobs. I pull out a spool of long copper wire. Start... Cutting off lengths of it and attaching it to each of the devices I've placed on Creston's body. Then I pull out another small box, connect the wires to that, start pushing buttons. You see something's happening, Creston's body's twitching, almost like you know he's hit by lightning or something. I, I imagine there's some kind of like crank you're doing to, like a
0: generator. Oh, absolutely! That's To how like crank, to it. Uh, and a, as you do that, his, his chest kind of arches a little bit uh, under underneath this. Uh, I, Irina is just befuddled and terrified at, at at what's going on. She and and she insists to you, "This is what, what what are you
1: doing? What is this?" You'd think she'd be used to us by now. <laughs> Get me some water. As she, she runs off
0: uh, runs off to the kitchen uh, and starts going through cabinets. You can hear cabinets opening and closing. Um, Arena returns
1: with some water. I, so I'll uh, use that to clean up his wounds best I can and just continue to work on him.
0: Uh, so while that is happening, Crethan uh, The last thing you remember is being attacked by this vampire, uh, and everything going black, uh, and you open your eyes, um, and everything is still black. However, you're walking. You don't know how it is that you're walking, but you're, you're walking in this dark featureless expanse, uh, and looking down, you can see that your body's illuminated from some unseen light source and it's just cold and you're alone in this dark void uh, off in the distance though, you can't really gauge distance in this black void. You see a point of Amber light, uh, and it's followed by another and another until there are six in total. And though you can't see the ground that you're walking on, it sounds like, uh, there's crunching snow underfoot. As you walk, you attempt to, uh, to kind of change your, your course that you're walking or, or stop. And you don't, you do for some reason you don't seem to be able to, it just seems like you're in this dream state and these, the Amber lights uh, are getting closer to you until you can make out what they are. Uh, This light is coming from six 20 foot tall statues standing in a row facing you. Each statue is carved from a single block of Amber and depicts a faceless hooded figure, their hands pressed together in a gesture of prayer. And you hear six voices that speak to you as if they were one, echoing in the void. And it says...
2: Crethen Demethir, your destiny is tied to this land, as is the one you seek. You do not have to leave the living just yet, if you so choose. Accept our gift and return to finish what you have started. But know this... You will be bound to the dark lord of this land, the one you call Strahd von Zorovich, doomed to remain in this land of dread, his prison and yours.
0: And as they speak between the two innermost statues, you see a 20 foot tall archway appears uh, through the darkness and you can see a staircase leading down. What do you do? You're standing here in front of these statues.
3: Kind of very timidly say, "Who who are you?" They respond
0: again in unison.
2: We are the dark powers that watch over this land.
3: Dark, dark powers. Are you are you allied with Strad?
2: The dark lord of this land. Is subservient to us Why me? Your story is not yet finished. We cannot see what has not been written. But your death has not been written yet.
3: But you must know that my story is to seek 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 the destruction of your servant.
2: Servant and prisoner have the same meaning to us.
3: So I'm your servant now.
2: If that makes you feel better.
3: When, when, I, when I go back, what is it that you want from me?
2: Continue along your path. If you have more questions, seek us out at the Amber Temple.
0: The the statues dim but the archway remains and you're standing now uh, just in this dark void in front of a stone archway
3: so Crethen is it's just fighting off tears but at the same time that he knows that he he, he has an unfinished job and so that has him hesitate for, for a moment as he closes his eyes and just, um, says to himself, I'm, I'm beginning to understand at last that I don't have to do this, but I'm also beginning to understand that I can. So he's going to take a step forward and go through the arch. Okay. You take a couple
0: steps down. Um, and in these steps, though, you still can't see uh, much of anything other than the few steps that you descend. You, you can feel a uh, firm stone underneath your feet until the very last step you take. And you begin to tumble and fall through this void. Uh, and suddenly you, you slam into something solid, and you spring awake uh, on this couch, right where uh, right where a sprocket is with metal things all over your, your body, uh, kind of copper wire connecting it all, Irina kind of placing a, a, cl- a cloth uh, on, your, on your head, kind of wiping your brow as you were just like convulsing under this electric current that's pulsing <laughs> through your body.
3: I was going to say, as, you, as soon as I wake up, he, like, really revs it up and kills me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you wake up, Sprocket does give, give a
0: little a, a little twist, and you, you kind of jerk a little bit. Um, your, your eyes are, are still closed from when you, you took that last step out of the void. Um, and Sprocket and Irina can see now uh, blood kind of running down your face from your eyes. And Crethan, you open your eyes, and you're able to see the uh, the house that you're in, and Sprocket and Irina fairly clearly. But it's it's different. It looks, it has a, a strange kind of ethereal look to it, yet still very clear. Uh, there's just something off about it. Uh, Sprocket and Irina, to your horror, when Crethen opens his eyes, there are nothing but empty sockets uh he no longer has any eyes and he's terrifying
1: to look at oh whoa what uh huh i've never seen Have, that before what what are you doing to me what am i doing to you i just brought you back to life uh, well i think well, i guess thanks but what? what is all of this oh it's my own invention i call it a uh it's an electric you'll induce cardio <laughs> no, you know
3: never mind are they dead uh oh, no okay so I'm gonna assume my my weird eyesight is because of all the weird crazy crap that sprocket is doing to me and trying to get this stuff off so I can go check
0: as, as you as you are pulling it off Irina is is drops the, the bucket uh, of water and is just like shaking terrified uh and she, she says to you,
3: Crefin, uh, what what happened to your eyes? I, I mean, I, I guess I tried to rub my eyes. I don't know. <laughs> and
0: you're you feel that they are just hollow, empty
3: sockets. I, I, I'm gonna tell you all about this later. But right now we have things to do. Um, can we get this stuff off of
1: me? I start working on. Removing the various bits and bobs. Wait, did the vampire get your eyes? (laughs) Apparently. I don't know. I was not awake. But, I mean, you're freaking out, but not as much as I'd expect you to. Can you still see?
3: Yeah, of course I can see. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, but you don't have any eyes. I. uh... That's kind of weird. Okay, um... Um, I, I, I don't have all the answers, but the answers are... Okay, the hold Amber on a temple. second. From my hat, I pull down a monocular
1: device, single lens over his left eye. It makes his, makes his eye look huge inside. I get up right into Crescent's face and start looking at him intently. Sprocket, I, I love you, man, but vampires... Oh, yeah, 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 those. <laughs> I pop it back up.
0: Yeah. And as, as you do that, you you hear uh, the front door of this establishment open oh, up. Oh, no. You hear a woman's voice uh, saying, Qu- quickly, children, inside, we must borrow the doors. Is there a door or window that we can get out of? There is the back door that is open that uh, you guys, uh, Walt, Sprocket, and Irina pulled
3: you through. I'm going to run and try to gather this stuff up and um, and held it at the door.
0: Uh, Irina's going to going to do the same. She's going to uh, grab her things and, and run for the door.
1: I scoop up all my crap off the floor. One swift swipe of my, ve- my overcoat. <laughs> yeah, and Your overcoat of holding? It's like a bulldozer just eating everything. It all vanishes. And a single sp- tiny spring falls to the floor and bounces several
0: times. And, uh, so your, your last out, that takes you kind of a, a second, uh, and as you peer back behind you, uh, you see a, a little 10 or 11-year-old kid just wide-eyed looking at you, uh, clearly watched you do all of that equip- with that, and just standing there with his mouth open.
1: I give him a wink and a little bang-bang gesture <laughs> as we head out. <laughs> you head out, close the door behind you, though it doesn't latch because the
0: doorknob is just completely blown off, uh, and you can still kind of see Crest. his face through the little little bullet hole, just slack jawed, wide eyed, in shock. Uh, as you you all three of you run out, and Cretin, this is a very weird sensation stepping outside. Um, what you see is, you see everything in perfect clarity, as if it was a uh, uh, a well lit day, uh, up until a certain range. That range being sixty feet, and then it just stops. Beyond that,
3: it's just black. Whoa. Okay, that's weird. What? What? What's going on around us? Um. You give me a perception check,
0: uh, crethen You can see that the building has uh has collapsed. The coffin maker shop has collapsed. Uh, it's still raging quite a bit. You see a couple bodies of vampires. Uh one one of them being a vampire um and guards kind of jabbing pikes into them. Um you don't see much activity anymore. Uh but you only see the one vampire there. Uh but there are kind of guards are milling about. Uh some are starting to get a a bucket brigade going there's there's a crowd of people that are starting to gather uh, and some people are, are you can see some people on the streets kind of fleeing and running running for for shelter and uh, Crethen you, you hear all of that happening you can make out that there is you know a fire that's dying down uh, that sounds like a it sounds like a, a large fire uh, and you could hear uh, a crowd of people uh, a couple hundred feet off.
3: Okay. Um, I can't see that very far, that very clearly. Where are the vampires? I don't see them. Are they dead?
1: Yeah, they must be dead. They couldn't have gotten out of that fire.
3: I know there are people over there, and um, so I shouldn't be the one that goes, but we need to make sure.
1: Uh...
3: That's y'all's cue for someone to go look.
1: <laughs> we can find out later. We probably shouldn't be sticking around here. Okay, where are you headed? Uh, back to the inn is probably our best bet.
3: Yeah, I need to get someplace where I can be alone for just a little yeah, while. Yeah, you should
1: probably clean up a bit, too. You, uh, Your face is a mess.
3: <laughs> I look toward Irina, which is probably freaky for her
1: <laughs>
0: she, she flinches a little bit recoils in fear yeah. do you have a scarf or something uh y- yes here uh, and she she kind of rips off a bit of her uh, sleeve underneath her her armor um, and fashions a blindfold for you uh, so you're you're able to kind of inconspicuously make your way uh, into the blue water in the um, Danica uh, is at the at the at the door uh, the front door kind of looking out uh, trying to figure out what's going on when she
3: sees you approach so my my goodness what happened to you come inside I'm gonna say I I need to use the, the room just give me uh just a couple of minutes what are you what are you doing in this room so I'm immediately get into Position whatever, I don't know, um, and use my class ability for um, pr- the primeval awareness. And w- what this does is, uh, like with a mile radius, I am able to sense if there's any certain type of creature nearby. Um, and so I'm going to, going to be using this to try to figure out if there's any, any undead creatures within this mile radius uh, inside the town. Only you. You definitely sense that there
0: are undead within a mile of your current location. Um, the other thing that you notice is that you also are emanating this this force, this, this energy that is
3: undead as well. Okay, so... When I realized that my eyes kind of shoot open, then, I mean, that's not really helpful, but that <laughs> happens. So, but I'm immediately stand up with my whole body's just shaking. And I just with the, just, I'm, I'm, I'm very tensed up for just a minute, but then my hand just shoots to my dagger and grab it in such a way that I'm like pointing it at myself and holding it with both hands. And, um, my hands are shaking and um, I start kind of you know talking to myself obviously because I'm you know uh, going a little crazy Um, but I say I I didn't I I didn't know what the price was I, I didn't I didn't understand but it doesn't it it doesn't matter it doesn't. It doesn't matter. That this. This isn't. This isn't me, anyways. This hasn't been me, anyways. I've been. I've just been pretending to be, something else for years, and, with that, I drop the dagger and it kind of clatters to the ground. And I and I'm I'm still shaking, but I'm taking deep, breaths, and I, just repeat. This doesn't matter. This doesn't change anything. It doesn't matter. As you keep
0: saying this uh, over and over, having this breakdown, there's something inside of you, some kind of spark uh, that gives you a little bit of hope. Um, And it's, it's a feeling that uh Kind of contradicts your primeval awareness uh, that you used uh, just moments before saying that you were undead it contradicts that and you you feel you feel that that isn't isn't correct and you feel that you you still deep down you still are a good person uh you still are the living breathing crethin just you've been you've been touched or tainted by by something something more evil than you even knew existed
3: so i i am actually comforted by that um so i go and sit down on the bed and i i don't actually know how crying works without eyes <laughs> but i crying blood <laughs>
0: tears of blood <laughs> that, that seems yeah that's awesome that seems on brand um crethan <laughs> arena not crethan sprocket Irina. you are down
3: um you can tell the difference between us because yes. he has eyes <laughs> yes <laughs> he that's, he has, that's,
0: he that's the big difference you're down in, you're down in in the, the bar uh, danica has returned uh and she says uh what what has happened is everything okay out there i i heard the commotion and then you know, several minutes later you came in.
1: Oh yeah, there was a fire or something just down the road. We weren't anywhere near there. Well then then what happened to you? I mean, you you look like you've 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 been through hell. But oh no, just a little misadventure. You know, gnomes being gnomes.
0: I see. She she kind of nods and, and looks at you and you see a, a, a kind of a, a, a not a knowing glance but like a, she she knows you're not telling her the whole truth but she's not going to press it any further um, The and, and some, some patrons begin to mill back in and you can hear the you can hear guards in the street kind of walking by saying go back go back inside everything is under control all will be well what time of day is it uh, it's eve early evening
1: perfect i'm gonna order some food sprocket is surprisingly jovial actually he's (laughs) i think from all the endorphins and you know surviving a dangerous fight actually bringing his friend back to life he's feeling pretty good oddly enough like far better than you'd expect anyway excellent
0: uh you you order some food danica uh sends the the order back um and, uh, after several minutes, some food is out. Crethan, are you staying up in the room?
3: Um, no, it's probably going to take me a while, but okay. I'm going to, what, Yeah, well, I'm going to calm down a bit and, um, probably try to wash all the, you know, blood off my face. Um, okay. So y- yeah, you're up there doing
0: that while they're eating, um, and Sprocket and Irina, uh, a month after after you received your meal and you started eating uh, a familiar face enters the 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 blue water inn and it's Rick Tavio he he sees the both of you uh and he says my friends hello he comes on over uh and sits down he says uh, uh where
1: where is uh, the third one crethen i believe his name was uh he wasn't uh feeling well he just went up to the room i think he'll ah. be down shortly uh, Irina, you want to go check on him yes uh I think that might
0: be good uh she she heads out um and and grabs some more danica hands or some more towels um she kind of nods um so rectavio you just came in from out there what's going on it says so there was a there was a, a big commotion going on have you he he lowers his voice a little bit have have you heard the rumors at all some are no, saying that there is no. a there is a, a, a vampire within the city. The Dickens, you say? <laughs> I know. I, in, in this city here, can you imagine what that. with the, the Baron's uh, weekly festivals and all to keep everyone happy? Which reminds me, are you going to the festival tomorrow?
1: I'm not sure. We may end up having to leave. Oh, that's quite a shame. Things come up, you know. I I
0: completely understand. So, have you been to one of these festivals? I've been to a few. They are. He he looks around, kind of over his shoulder, um, and he he lowers his voice a bit when uh, when he sees that there are there's some p- patrons sitting at a table, kind of looking at the both of you. He says they they are delightful affairs, and he kind of looks at you and.
1: Winks a little bit. Can I do a what do we got? Insight to see if I actually get what <laughs> yeah, he's yes. saying. Oh, eighteen, right?
0: Eighteen. So yes, uh, you 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 you've kind of picked up that these. Uh, m- attendance mandatory festivals are not the the brightest of affairs as much as the Baron tries to enforce that on everyone
1: as much as I would have loved to have rolled poorly on that one <laughs> but yeah so I just kind of nodded in knowingly to back to him hey what are you drinking?
0: Says if, uh, if nothing right now. Here. I need to go prepare for the the, the show later. Uh, later tonight. Uh, I assume you'll you'll be back down at some point.
1: Oh, no doubt. Where else would we be? We we're not the type to go gallivanting around town causing mischief. Of course, I wouldn't expect you to be. Well, until later then.
0: Uh, and he he nods and nods to Danica uh, and heads up uh heads up the stairs to uh to his room. Uh Sprocket uh or actually Irina uh enters the room Cretin uh finds you sitting sitting on the bed there and she has some more towels she says uh
3: are are you okay? I I I brought some more towels for you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um uh, so we might as well talk about this now. Cause I, well, I was I was gonna say Sprocket wouldn't understand, but he would understand. He just doesn't care. I do not think that's true. I I don't I don't mean to say he doesn't care about me. I think that he's content that I'm back, and that's what matters to him. Says so it it matters to me as well. Well. Um, I I, 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 saw something in there and I, and I don't understand it, but I was told that there would be more answers at this Amber Temple. H- have you heard of this? Yes, I, I, I have heard of the Amber Temple. It is a, it is a evil place. I was pretty sure that that was going to be the case. It is only uh, up near the peak of Mount Gakis.
0: It is not an easy road to get there. Not many have gone.
3: None that I know have returned. Whatever it was I saw there, that, um, I, I don't know what it was, but, but it, it, it was clear that I, that it, it, it wasn't some benevolent force of good. No, there is a. There is an evil
0: here, in Borovia, and not just the evil of Strad.
3: There is something darker. It made me an offer, and I took it, and I didn't understand the full cost. But I'm learning it. I'm. But what they let me keep was was me. And that, that hasn't changed. Well, I am glad you are back. Uh, there is... As long... I, I
0: believe that as long as you and Sprocket are here, that there is hope for us. We, we should rest up and figure out what to do tomorrow. There's no
3: sense in traveling by night. There's... There's something else that you need to know. She nods, and and I haven't I haven't been thinking clearly. I gosh, I should have. I should have had more a more healthy suspicion of this place, but I don't. I I could have. I, I mean, from the very second we went through this pl- the, the gates, from the very second we got here. I could have been searching for undead. I could have been sensing them, and I didn't. I didn't. I I should have sought them out. I, I should have investigated more when we first got here, and I'm sorry. She says, uh, it is not your fault.
0: There are undead everywhere. This is Barovia. That is our life. We live with it every day. We do what we can to survive. Well, that's oddly enough comforting. She, uh... She, she says, should should I... Should I lead you downstairs? I,
3: You can see, yes? I can see. Um... I, I, I don't want to draw attention to us. It's... It's disconcerting to, to see a, bl- a blind man walking around on his own, like full, like he's fully capable and, and sidestepping things and, you know, dodging things. I understand. Please follow me. Uh, and she, she begins to lead you
0: out and downstairs. Uh, Sprocket, what have you been doing this whole time?
1: Uh, sitting there eating, uh, playing with various objects i know i would have taken the time to make some more ammunition for my guns when uh walks in he will see that i had ordered him a plate of food that's sitting next to me a sort of odd bit of insight that no one would expect out of him yeah so cretin
0: you enter and you see that there's a, a plate of food there that's relatively fresh it's only been sitting for a few minutes so it's still still hot Wolf steak. Wolf steak, of course. (laughs) What else? Yeah. Wolf steak and wine. Uh, And is there any any other, any other business you guys have uh, before turning in? It is, it is by this time it's evening uh, getting late. There are some patrons here. It seems a quieter night than most after all the activity, people have kind of gone to their homes and uh, stayed home rather than come out.
1: Well, as you Crescent sit down to eat I turn to you and say you know we really need to look into this wine thing I think we could make something out of it and basically carry on a stream of banter about you know much lighter topics kind of just trying to distract him from his situation again pretty insightful for Sprocket not something you'd expect out of him but yeah so as you
0: as you eat uh and tell your story uh, and actually Crethon, do you are you what are you doing uh as he as sprocket kind of talks your ear off
3: in a way um you know gonna join in the conversation i'm not gonna talk about like the princess and amber and <laughs> just out loud
0: uh, Rictavio, uh at some point comes down um He's uh, he's got some notebooks with him. Uh, he nods to you, to you three uh, and gets to his his little little makeshift corner stage, uh, and he begins to um, he begins to recite uh, recite some prose that he he wrote, um, and he is he's talking about the the town of uh, Kresik uh, and the. The uh, the Abbey of Saint Markovia, and tell it. He's telling this story of uh, Saint Markovia. Long ago, uh, Saint Markovia had uh, rallied had rallied some people uh, in Kresk and established uh, the Abbey there, which uh, he describes as this magnificent building on a hilltop. And uh, this Abbey became a, a sort of fortress that was walled off from the uh, rest of Barovia uh, to keep out uh, Strahd and his minions. Saint Markovia uh, and her uh, and her troops still rallied together and made one final push uh, against Strahd, uh, but ultimately failed. He ends his tale saying that some say a little bit of the sunlight that once shone on Barovia still still can be seen in a pool that is nearby her grave uh, just outside the Abbey. And uh, there, there's a a meager applause. Uh, Rictavio kind of, kind of bows um, and, uh, and sits down to have a drink. I slide a drink down to him. Thank you, my friends. Thank you very much. Uh, And this is the, 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 he, he, I've, I noticed you're, you're wearing a blindfold. Uh, Is, is everything Okay.
3: Who said that? It, 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 it is me over here. Rick Tavio. Oh, oh, yeah, Rick Tavio. Yeah. I thought you were still on stage. Sorry. Oh, no, no. Wait, it, are you okay? Oh, yeah. No, I'm fine. I just <laughs> poked myself with a sharp stick. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see. He looks over at, at Sprocket
0: laughing.
1: I can't believe <laughs> someone left that stick around. it it was like a goblin or something Uh, you must you must be be careful around here
0: it's it can be quite dangerous in this land at times i'm no doubt you're aware
3: uh oh yeah i enjoyed that piece have you have you been there to the abbey i
0: have not unfortunately and uh i i must say i i am i am prone to a bit of embellishment from time to time, but uh, from talking to people around here, that's uh, that's the story I was able to gather and put together. Yes.
3: Sounds like a lovely place. Yeah. We haven't been here very long, but you know, it's, it's surprised that, you know, that um, people are able to speak so openly of, of, of heroes who fought against Strahd. Even in the most dire of situations, there is still hope. I raise up a glass and intentionally look in the wrong direction and say,
0: here's to <laughs> he, hope. He, he's still thinking that you, uh, you, you uh, still believing that you can't see. He he kind of steps over and clinks your glass just to, to make it seem like he, he, you were in the, in the right place. Uh, and he takes a takes a swig in of his his ale, um, and he looks at you, Sprocket. Uh, he says, uh, "You seem rather the both of you seem or the three of you seem rather interested in Kresk. Um,
1: do you intend to go there?" It sounded like a place we might want to check out. I don't know. Seeing the sights. Of of course, you've you've heard of the clock tower. My eyes immediately start to glow.
0: <laughs> So what? Rick Tavio kind of smiles uh, and, and chuckles to himself. He's like, I knew that would uh, get a rise out of you. I've, when researching that story I, I just told, uh, I heard some things about Kresk. Uh, a few things from uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, he, he has a toy shop just across
1: the street. Uh, perhaps you know him, Blinsky? Oh, yes. Lovely man. Made a made a purchase from him. Ah, yes. Actually, I need to see him maybe tomorrow. He is a a, a fine gentleman. He um,
0: he trained under a a a one, uh, van Werg I believe. Uh, Fritz, that's correct. That's that's the name. Fritz von Werg uh, was his mentor. Um, Blinsky told me that. Thirty years or so ago, uh, Van Werg left uh, to Kresg for mysterious reasons. He wouldn't tell wouldn't tell him why, but Blinsky never saw him again. And shortly after he had left there were rumors of a, a new clock tower being erected at the abbey. They said that during the construction people uh, in, in the village could could see massive gears being moved through this through the town. I wasn't able to get any more information. It seems, it seems, uh, not a lot of people travel uh, in this in this land. How long have you been in Barovia? Oh my my, let's see. Um, you know, I've lost track of time. Um, at least two years now. It was, uh, it was about eight months that I came here to Vallaki. Um Before that, uh, I had a, a little place uh, out by a, out by a lake, just west of here. Perhaps some uh, some tale uh, take you out there. Uh, it, it, quite a nice place, though the 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 tower
1: I was staying in is a, a bit old.
3: I do like old towers.
1: Sounds lovely. I think we should see this place. Well,
0: if uh, you're on the road to uh, Kresik, uh, you can't miss it. If you follow the road west of here, you'll cross a river. Uh, you'll cross a bridge uh, over. Lake Zarevich, the the river that feeds into Lake Zarevich, and then just beyond that is a a bridge that crosses over the Raven River. Well, uh, if you'll excuse me, I must uh, must retire uh, for the night. I've got uh, errands to run as usual tomorrow, Uh, but I I assume I'll I'll see you before uh, before you're off, or maybe at the festival.
1: Oh, no doubt, we'll be around. Like I said, we're not ones to go off and get into trouble or cause it.
3: Yes, of course. So, yeah, we'll see you then. Or they'll see you. I'll just be there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, at least you, you still have your sense of humor. Uh, Good night, friends. Uh, Good night. What an
1: odd sort of person.
0: The patrons have all gone uh, Danica looks she she looks has that look of like it's closing time but she doesn't want to say anything really to you <laughs> you know being being blind and all <laughs> having I, I pretend not to notice <laughs> uh, Irina uh, looks over at Sprocket and sees that Sprocket is not picking up on any social cues at all <laughs> uh, from Danica she says uh, that doesn't sound like him but <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we should retire ourselves as well.
1: Yeah, it's getting a little late. We should
0: regroup uh, in the morning. Uh, I, will, uh, I will wake both of you. Uh, we can discuss our next plans. The two of you head to your room uh, and retire for the night and drift off uh, into a dreamless slumber. despite what they were told, Vallaki doesn't seem to be the safest place. But where else is there to go? Find out next time on Dice and Dreary. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also help fund the show by becoming a patron. Find out more at diceanddreary.com. The sound effects in this episode are from Sirenscape. Definitely check them out if you want to use their sounds in your own games. And as always... Thanks to the techno funk boy for the music in this episode.